welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Jessica. Hey, and I'm Lindsay. And welcome to Adam's Rib. This is episode 90. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, we are 10 episodes away from 100, 100. episodes. And we about to Adam's have Rib. a party. Hey, we gonna party. A party. Hey, we gonna hey, party. A uh, party. Because hey, we, we party. like to party. Hey. 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 <laughs> 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 no, but for real, this is really us. So I, I'm just, first off, like, seriously, thank you anyone, everyone that tunes in and listens to Lindsay and I on Adam's Rib. Like, we really appreciate the support. Um, we appreciate all those who follow us and just want to keep, and just, that just want to stay involved with what Adam's Rib is doing. Um, we really, your support of the ministry just helps us to continue to stay involved with the ministry, to continue to help it grow. So thank you so much. And just continue to tune in. You know, you can catch us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, the website, adamsribpodcast.com. Facebook, Twitter, we got it. We got a gram page. Do we have an Instagram page? No, no, we don't have an Instagram. Unless you want to make one. No, I didn't probably not. (laughs) Just be honest. Probably not. But (laughs) but nonetheless, just continue to rock with us. Continue to support us. Thank you again so so much. Um, But yes, episode ninety. Because we like to party. Hey. That has nothing to do with this episode. Not at all. Has your stronghold become your lifestyle? Oh, <laughs> that's going to be big. That's a big one. That's huge. Jessica, what would you consider a stronghold? What Do you have some strongholds right now? You're transparent. I am very transparent. Um, and you know what? Yes. One of my biggest strongholds is is, is insecurity. I mm. still struggle in a, very, um, in a very intense level of insecurities. They weren't. Like, the insecurities I deal with now are not like the ones from maybe years ago. But, um, you know, I just recently got in a new relationship. Um, I've been single, though. Precious lamb. just so smart. (laughs) But I've been single for three years. And getting in this new relationship, one of the first things that I realized is that I'm extremely insecure when it Mm. comes down to how to operate with another person now involved in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I do something, I'm afraid that it's not enough. Um, you know, I'm a single parent, so I finances. I'm not. I'm not balling out on my boyfriend mm-hmm. by right. no stretch of the imagination. Well, it's time for that, right? Well, and, and sometimes, <laughs> <I just play. laughs> but sometimes, like in the in the very beginning of our relationship, there were times where I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna break up with me because I can't do such and such, this and this." And there's certain things that I don't do, won't do with him because he's only my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I I'm not sure if this is something he's ever experienced or mm-hmm. if things. This is something he's used to, so I like give extremely worried sometimes about if I'm enough. Yeah. And that to me, insecurity is a stronghold. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's something that I feel like that's I need to work on, something I want to release and let go. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I'll get into my strongholds in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All well right. we kinda of talked about them in the past and when I was thinking about this episode, I sat and thought I was like, 
I don't really I'm not saying I don't have any <laughs> but I don't can't really put my finger on it but there was a past episode we did I forget what number it was but it was called um, The Overeating Alcoholic oh yeah and that was a stronghold for me that was good. I feel like somewhat it still kind of is I guess you know mm-hmm. in, in a sense I'm not nearly where I was I definitely I don't even like keep alcohol in the house and so um, I guess I guess I would still consider that one even though it's not something I'm dealing with like every day I'm not like driving by a bar like ooh, getting right. an itch or anything right, right. <laughs> and it was never like that anyway right. but that's what I would consider but I kind of want to talk about first defining a stronghold just mm-hmm. maybe for those who don't really know what that may be mm-hmm. but it, I would consider it basically an incorrect way of thinking you know kind of yeah. like your insecurity and it's a pattern that's molded itself into your own way of thinking um, so, you know, these strongholds or these ways of thinking, they're going to have the capability to affect your feelings, how you respond to certain situations in your life. And then they're going to play a huge role in your spiritual freedom, which we'll get into yeah. that in, in a minute. Right. And so that's why we tend to propose the question of, is your stronghold becoming your lifestyle? Because strongholds are built on deceptions and false realities and they can be a product of your environment or it can even be a demonic spirit you know mm. so and just for me you know alcoholism does not run in my family so i'm lying by thinking <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nothing right. like that but i'm just saying an example you know i think strongholds could be a product of someone's environment but wasn't mm-hmm. the case for me anyway so you know a stronghold it can be an anorexia which can be an implication of, you know, maybe you were told that you were too big or not pretty enough. Mm -hmm. A stronghold, like I said, could be alcoholism. And that's an implication of thinking that your pain will never get any better or feelings of loneliness which Mm -hmm. or hopelessness. And that's kind of what I was dealing with. You know, or a stronghold could be an angry disposition. And that can be an implication of maybe your family never showing you love or affection. And so these are just examples. And these are all ways of thinking or strongholds that can become your lifestyle. And you're choosing to accept Accept it as your lifestyle instead of believing that you can be delivered and redeemed from this way of thinking or this stronghold. And I keep saying that so to really grill that in your mind that it's truly a way of thinking. Exactly. Exactly. So when we say the title of the show is Has the Stronghold Become Your Lifestyle? So what we mean by that is, like Lindsay said, it's about it's 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 the way you think. So has the way you've been thinking, have, has that become, has that consumed your life now? Have the thoughts of insecurity, has the, the, the actions of become drinking too much, has the, um, the thought of feeling like you always have to have somebody in your bed because you don't mm. like feeling alone, like That's has that one. become something that has now bled into your lifestyle? Like... Are you what did you wake up next to somebody in your bed that shouldn't have been there? Mm-hmm. Did you wake up with a really mean hangover for the third night in the row because you can't stop drinking? Have you woken up this morning and all of a sudden you still looking in the mirror talking about how much you dislike who you see? Mm-hmm. You dislike this reflection. Has the stronghold become your life, yeah. your lifestyle? And <clears throat> this episode is not to scare you, make you more upset, more sad, more insecure. This is not to make you want to go and run and go dive deeper in the bottle. The purpose of this episode is to help you to break free of the thought that you can't get that you can't do anything different. Freedom is yours. 
It's yours for the taking. It's if you ask, you shall receive. But it goes back to what Lindsay said, that mind, like the way you're thinking. The mind a lot of people say, or a lot of people realize, don't realize that the that your mind has so much control and a lot of power. What you think eventually becomes what you say, mm-hmm. and what you say and what you put out in the atmosphere eventually becomes who you are. And that's why it says the role must be transformed by the renewing of, of your, your mind. mind. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, because it starts with the thought. And everything starts with the thought. Your lifestyle started with a thought, like, mm, I really... Like, every time I see my auntie smoke that cigarette, she just looks so cool. That's what it Mm -hmm. it starts as, just thinking, a thought, like, oh, my auntie looks cool. So then all of a sudden it becomes buying the package of cigarettes. And then before you know it, you've been a smoker for 20 years, Mm -hmm. and now you're suffering with lung cancer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the lifestyle can then become, can cause uh, things to happen to you that you don't really want to experience. So... That's really what the purpose of this episode is going to be like. Let's identify if these strongholds have become your lifestyle and what can we do to break free of this so that you can live a more happy, peaceful, loving life. Life, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, since these strongholds are built, like I said earlier, on a false reality and a way of thinking, it's only through biblical truth that you can tear down these false ways and these false thinking patterns. Mm -hmm. Because strongholds are built when you've accepted and received error and you begin to meditate on that error. Kind of like with the example of the cigarettes that Jessica just gave. Mm -hmm. So it begins to form in your mind and also it's going to be known as your imagination, right? And it begins to become a false concept that you believe to be true, but in reality it's not. Mm -hmm. So the word strongholds is found um, once, at least what I found once in the New Testament, used metaphorically by Paul to describe um, the Christian spiritual battle. And it says, um, this is Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. Though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So this scripture tells us that we have the ability to combat these strongholds, but also recognizing that it's not our lifestyle and that it wasn't meant to be our lifestyle. It goes back to a spiritual battle, which is why we are called to rebuke spirits in the name of Jesus, you know, our Heavenly Father, because you have to recognize deception when it's presented to you because it's one of um, it's it's one of the most used weapons of the enemy because it's essentially building block by block a stronghold. So what strongholds can do is cause you to think in ways which blocks you from God's best. And the best example I can give is when um, someone who's scared of God and has a hard time feeling his love and has a hard time feeling his presence. And so they may perceive him in such a way that is false because of the deception of the enemy and that they don't really see God for who he is and they put up their own wall, which is essentially a stronghold Mm -hmm. and which makes it hard for them to receive God's love. It makes it hard to, you know, be in his presence and to draw closer to him. So let's just say if you saw your boyfriend or your husband, you know, as this rude and cruel, like dictator, then you're 
probably not going to be as open to snuggling up to him and love on him as you would if you saw him as a loving and kind person who, you know, cares for you deeply. So you have to ask yourself if you're being deceived right now, because if you saw God as someone who just fails you all the time, then it would be hard to love him. And that's how our perception of God can hinder us from feeling his love and his presence in our life, because it's so key to have that correct and accurate perception of God if you don't want these strongholds to be your lifestyle because your lifestyle should be to worship him and not these worldly things, Mm. to worship the worldly things, I should say. Mm. That's good right there. That's good. And that's exactly it. Your lifestyle should just be something that's just committed and just fully given. I want my lifestyle to reflect my love for God. You know what I'm saying? I want my lifestyle to reflect my commitment to live through his word. Um, I want my lifestyle to reflect my commitment to God and what he has, what he's called for me to do, the purpose that I have. You know, I, that's what my li- lifestyle should reflect. And it's exactly what your lifestyle lifestyle should reflect as well. Um, I like how Lindsay said <clears throat> the about the false reality. Like, we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And we don't recognize, we don't even realize that we do. Like, I do. I, I mean, even now, I get, there are moments where I realize, oh, my gosh, I'm really, like, operating right now in a real make-believe world. Like, <laughs> I just made this up like this. How, as I said in the beginning of the episode, like I struggle a lot with insecurities in my new relationship. And when I think about why I'm feeling so insecure, it's because I'm thinking about stuff that is absolutely not true about me. Like what the devil is telling me is a total lie. Like Mm -hmm. the enemy is convincing me. He's tricking me to believe that I am not good enough to be a girlfriend and eventually a wife because of the fact that I've been alone for such a while, for a long Mm -hmm. time. Three years. Long time is relative. (laughs) Your long time is relative. Three years ain't really like a long time. I mean, it's not a long time. (laughs) But but I'm sure someone listening like, girl, I've been alone 10 years. But... (laughs) At our age, it's more it's more rare to to find a, a woman around our age to just stay single by choice mm-hmm. because for me this was a choice. Like yeah. I didn't necessarily have to be I single, get you. but I definitely was going to stay single. <laughs> like, um, but getting into this new relationship, all these thoughts of not feeling good enough and and not feeling or feeling kind of inadequate sometimes that was just the enemy playing this trick on me and creating this false reality in my head mm-hmm. and then i just all of a sudden what became what was a false reality became a real reality but that's because I allow. I gave it that power. Yeah. I fed into. I fed my energy into those thoughts, and before you know it, this false reality became my real life. My whole real life just turned into some, just turned into something that it shouldn't have been, all because of one false truth. Mm. And so we just gotta um, we gotta learn how to discern the difference. Mm-hmm. If you know yourself, you're creating the image of God. So if you know yourself well enough, you should know that you are already more than enough. You are already adequate. You are already built for this. Whatever mm-hmm. position God places you in, that's what you were built for. So you already got the tools. You're already equipped to do this. You're already equipped to win. Yep. But 
the enemy, he's gonna he's not gonna just let you think that without he's mm-hmm. not gonna just let that happen and without trying you in a little like in like any way. Bit, little he's bit. just a little, <laughs> just a little, little. I think because I was thinking about this episode that there's two. Uh, how can I put? This? I think there's two like common roots to strongholds, and that is one is which where you see God incorrectly, and the other one is where you see yourself incorrectly. So first I'll, I'll talk about God and how we may see him incorrectly. So if you have an inaccurate image in your mind of who God is and how he sees you, then how can you possibly rely on him? So it's hard to know someone if you haven't taken the time to get to know them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So people who see God as, like I said, someone that's cruel, cold, distant, and uncaring being live their life in unhealthy they live their life in an unhealthy fear of God and think that he would snap, you know, the whip the moment you step out of line, which in reality, he could, mm-hmm. if we're honest. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think we need that. And then there's a good fear of God where you can have a holy respect and a reverence for him. So if you're afraid that you've committed an unforgivable sin, then I guarantee you, you can identify with this stronghold of fearing God and running from him instead of running to him. Because you can either run free or you can run scared. If you feel that God is distant and cold or you question if God loves you, then you need to get the stronghold torn down. And so then the second, I think, common root of a stronghold is where you see yourself incorrectly. People who suffer, um, at least in my opinion from this, I think have a hard time seeing the new person that they are in Christ now and often suffer from like low self-esteem. They just don't understand what Christ did for them and how it applies to their own life. And at least in my opinion, I think common signs or like themes of this particular stronghold are feelings of guilt, such as you know, questioning if you've really been forgiven of your sin. There's low spiritual self-esteem. You know, they feel like sinners and they don't feel like saints or you lack a spiritual confidence that you're supposed to have in Christ because you may still struggle with the sin. But Jesus said that if you keep in his word, which tears down strongholds, you will be free from the powers that sin has over you anyway. And so overall, you don't feel worthy spiritually and you lack the joy of the Lord in your life. Mm-hmm. So like I said earlier, strongholds are birthed and dwell in deception, which are lies and false belief. So naturally, the cure and and the resolution is to bring the truth in God's word on that battleground that you're in. So you have to debunk the lies of the enemy with the truth, which is in the word of God. The Bible says that our weapons are mighty for the tearing down of strongholds. Mm -hmm. So the truth drives out deception and lies. So the more truth you bring into a situation, the more the darkness has to flee, just according to the scripture. Mm -hmm. So this is where it's important to grow in God's word is because it's your primary weapon for tearing down any stronghold of deception that the enemy has been feeding you. And John, um, chapters 8 verses 31 through 36 Jesus tells us that we can be held in bondage due to strongholds in our lives and his solution um, it says was to continue in my word and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free so strongholds are torn down as you meditate on God's word which is essentially his truth and you know just for me personally like I was saying about my stronghold earlier um, I mean that's almost like essentially you know like what it took and I'm not gonna say there wasn't a reason behind it but uh, you look back it's like there really was no reason behind it because Mm -hmm. I was living in a false reality Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just feeling loneliness and everything and I I remember 
because at the time I had gotten this um, new job, I had gotten into grad school, like all these new things were happening, good things. And my dad said, he's like, Lindsay, you got to be on the lookout for the enemy. He's like, because this is all coming really fast. And he was right. (laughs) And it crept up, you know, so slowly that you don't even realize until you just look up like, okay, like you said, like I've been hungover for like three days. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like. This isn't me. Like, what's what's going on? Right. And so I think if you're not willing to recognize or if you're not willing to admit it, then it will become your lifestyle. And I didn't want that for myself. And mm-hmm. so I had to, like I said earlier, debunk that with with truth. And I think I was already dealing with stuff that led up to that anyway, but I wasn't. I didn't deal with it. And I think that's what led to me just drinking it away, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's an excellent point. When you when you try to escape that truth, that piece of truth that um, you're we we find something to hide behind. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, for you, it was alcohol. For me, it was sex and food. <laughs> I As mean, we eat these donuts. <laughs> Girl, this is a treat today. <laughs> but like for me, it was it was it was um, becoming very promiscuous. It was eating emotionally, doing like just going above and beyond with eating, um, and it was all a cover up. All of this was just to mask what the truth that I just didn't want to face for whatever reason. Um, but when I did, once I finally was like, okay, I don't want to continue to live in this manner. I don't want to keep living like this. So when I decided to face that truth about myself, that's when all of a sudden, like, things actually started becoming better. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why. I think it was just because it was like God's way of saying, thank you. This is like your first step in doing things with me yeah. instead of on your own. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it was comforting because sometimes stepping out and facing real tr- the real truth about yourself can be extremely scary. Yeah. Like, for me, it was scary. I got scared of the idea. I got scared of what I was getting ready to learn about myself. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid. But it wasn't even that bad. Right. <laughs> Wasn't even like, that I bad. actually love myself right. now. I'm like, oh wow, I'm quite cool. Okay, <laughs> but you know, I, I just I, I had the opportunity to find out that I really am okay and I'm good through Christ. Yep, and I think that's the whole purpose of this. Like, mm-hmm. the stronghold is not what you identify with; it's God who you identify with. Amen. And it shouldn't be your lifestyle, right? Amen, somebody. All right. I think we got to go. <laughs> Lindsay shouted. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you guys so, so much for tuning into this episode. I hope it was a blessing to you. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, please hit us up. Um, our email, adamsrib at gmail.com. Right? Adamsrib podcast, podcast at my gmail.com. Bad. The website is adamsrib. No, wait. No. At website is adamsribpodcast.com. And yeah, the Gmail is adamsribpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. Hit us up if you need us. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Peace out. Bye.